This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we go. It's hour one of the GBAC Nation on 105.3 The Fan, and I hope you're having a fantastic day. The greatest offseason in Texas Rangers history continues, and for the third time since winning the World Series in triumphant fashion, 5-zip in Arizona, we find ourselves here at the Globe, home of your World Series champions. They're doing their uh, 2023 awards tonight, kicking off Fan Fest over the weekend. Uh, 105.3 The Fan is going to be live all tomorrow from 9 to 5. Uh, it's going to be an enchanted afternoon, and, and this will be an enchanted evening uh, with you as we'll go all the way until 7 o'clock and, and talk with some players and, and coaches and movers and shakers within this championship organization. Hope you're having a good one. General at your service, there's Broadus with his back basically to home plate. We're down here field level. Lucius Alexander is back home in the Pimp Cup at Master Control here at 75 and Fitzhugh. Uh, you got the G-Bag of the day coming up at 2.30, L.A. Live at, at 5.40. Of course, the Nosebleed guys are here. Big weekend for the Nosebleed boys. Birthday for Chief. What are you turning? 30. Let's He's go. turning to 30. Okay. 30, 30 for my guy. And then and then Woolchuck's getting hitched. Yeah, I'm doing the court wedding deal tomorrow, boys. I'm uh, trying to set a new chapter in my life, trying to be an adult. <laughs> Look at this, man. All right, I'm just got to do this as a friend. Got a credit card. It's got a huge limit on it. Haven't used it in a long time. You need a place to go. We can get out of here, get in the car, fly somewhere. Nobody will find us. Kind of think this thing out. You good? You want to stay or you want to go? Uh, I'm leaning towards going, honestly. Uh, but, no, I, I'm going to stay. I can't do that to her. Okay. She's, uh, she's a special lady, and I need to try and just be be there for her. Okay. Be a better man. Be a good husband and father. You guys witnessed as a friend. Trust me, that's, I did my that's best. enticing, man. I did my best. And you're not alone. I've gotten a lot of people tell me, like, dude, you need to push this thing back. And, honestly... Maybe they're right. Uh, I'm a terrible person. I don't know why she wants to marry me. But uh, I'm going to try and, and, Is this and, and a confessional do the right, deal right thing. Now? Do the right thing. Look, it's a little bit nerve-wracking. Yeah, 100%. Right, when you get, but no, this, it's, yeah, I'm ready. She is letting you watch film, though. I, I got to like this She's been very her, supportive, yeah. and yeah. I think that that's the main thing. It was yeah. pretty cool. Walcha, or, I mean, Broadus just gave you the opportunity. To, it sounded like marry Maya or marry him. He was like, yes. I have a credit card. It's you and me. It's yeah. us. It's us I just, against I the world. I have the ability to get him out of town. We hop on a bird. We know how well he cooks. I mean, a romantic getaway. With the way he cooks, man. We know how good he cooks. I know. It's entirely it is. No, that's special. Me and Russ cook. Russ? Who's Russ, Russ Wilson. Oh, okay. For a second. Man, guys, Miss I'm Miss trying wow. so damn hard here. Wow. The iron unkind. Yeah, I'm trying so hard here and everybody looking at me. Yeah, like, I would. Yeah. I'm so no. sorry. We dropped the ball on that. I thought maybe you were having no. confession time. No. We got Russ on board. Russ. I don't know if it's a premium joke Friday, Brian. Let's just put it that way. God, it was one of you my know. better ones. You I like it, though. Like I, a, that's yeah. on us. The, the that was your teammates is. dropping the ball. You put the ball right there in my hands. You're Mahomes. It's a, I'm, I'm Kadarius wow. Tony right now. I'm debating on really wow. staying on this show any longer, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh my God. I, don't, I don't think you should leave with how Chief just caped for you. Yeah, I mean, I just picked my No, no, no. He's not sincere at all. 
And I and I know it. My lies bounce off you like ping pong yeah, balls. I, just right off me. Well, we do have five hours of broadcasting for you. Uh, it is, you know, it's a big day here for the Rangers, and we got the football happening and and basketball, and so much is interesting. Um, but the 2023 awards, and and really the last thing to tie a ribbon around how, how the season went, and usually it's kind of like, oh, oh, cool, yeah, here was our best player on a bad team. Yeah, it's Nick Solak. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. Now it's freaking Corey Seager. See this this is yeah. the one. This is the award ceremony that's got teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does. when you're yeah. 62 and 100, yeah, you know, and you're named as the best player, do you really feel like you you know you, you where are you taking? Maybe you're pulling a Zach Martin. Going fishing and letting that ward fall overboard, don't you think? Yeah, it's kind of like you're kind of like, oh, you know, we were sixty-two and a hundred, and I just won this award. Yeah, I think when you're when you're the championship guy on the nightmare team, you know, you're Mike Trout. You're showing up to these award year yeah. in year out with, for your team. He's got and a your closet team full sucks of these. to high heaven. Yeah. I think you're at that point. You know, you're Zach Martin. You know, you're a super beast. You are above whatever this situation sure. is. But when you are the you name drop the Solak. When Solak walks up there, he's going, dude. I this did is, it, mom. Yeah, this is going to be <laughs> player of the year. I mean, for that's, no, no, that's front and center in whatever Ranger. his man cave is. Are that's his one really, seed. You really think somebody is excited to have the sixty-two and one hundred trophy? Some of those guys, yeah, 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 yeah. If that if that's the greatest thing that ever happened to you, you were in the big leagues for three or four years. Okay, know? if they gave me the award like best minor league player, best yeah. minor league prospect, I tell you what, I'm in. Brian, here I'm we in. go. In eighth grade, I went out to Indiana University, home of the national champion soccer team Hoosiers. They are very good. I showed up, and I was homesick and had the flu. By the time I left, I'd, I'd become healthy and learned a little thing or two. I went most improved player. Jerry Yegley, the national champion coach, yeah. gave me a trophy and autographed it personally. I still wow. have it. Most because improved you player. were sick? Well, I was, yeah, and I wasn't good compared to the other players, so they gave oh. me most improved. M.I.P. Yeah. It was some of the finest uh, 12- and 13-year-old soccer players in America and me. Does mom still have the trophy yeah. somewhere? No, I do. I oh, do, do you? Yeah, you still have it? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's in Studio G back of the house. Let's go. Yeah. Look at That's that, our man. guy. So, yeah. yes, that can be very important. Something okay, is well, inconsequential sorry. to a Super Bowl champion like yourself. I, right. I'm All sorry. of us, we have to take pleasure in the smaller victories. I just don't know how you sit there and be like, I'm the best player on a really bad team. Okay, here you go. I think what we got to find out is what did Seeger and Simeon do with their team <laughs> awards from last season? Yeah. Right, because these are the guys that are sort of above the situation. They're not putting them next to the one they're about to get tonight. Agreed, because that's the, the, this is diff- yeah. we're talking about. We're talking about guys who have options there in their trophy room. See, if if this was a if they gave you a baseball like a baseball like a signed baseball, you know, by all the team for being the best player on a on a, a sixty two and a hundred team, the ball's going out in the front yard with the kids. That's a throw around. That play. we did with that, Bennett's yeah, from, that, the, from that, the football team in high school. Oh God. Now the dad from Sandlot takes back the oh, Babe Ruth it ball was. and Bennett, hands him that ball. Switch him was, out real quick. <laughs> it was the MVP, and I and I could just tell in his face he's like, I won one game in four years. I mean, Somebody's got to get it. You don't want to be the worst player on the worst team. No, right. No, so at but, least I'm the best player but, but, on the worst team. It'd be funny if they did give that award though. Here's your <laughs> for everybody else. Here's it's your a great tro- award. Here's your try hard trophy. <laughs> That's a fun award. We for have a tie. We've got one. <laughs> it's, the glue, it's the glue guy. The glue <laughs> the guy glue award. Award. <laughs> the glue guy award is a special you one. That's one you take pride in. You You're the glue want, guy. You no, take pride in being no, the glue you guy. Do not want to be the glue guy on a champion on a championship. Yeah, that's team. cool. That's a good yeah. job. Yeah, we always remember guy's Brian good. Cardinal. Because you're you're a vibes, you know. Everybody's coming through. They're high fiving you. 
you know, you got the gift of gab. You're making good jokes. Plus, you're a little inspirational. You know, right. you're, yeah. you're, you're, you're a little hedging. washed Austin up hedges. and you know it. You're washed up and you know it. You're just trying to, like, you know, c- catch the wave to being an assistant coach at yeah. some point. You know, and everybody likes you. You know, you know, you know your way around all the towns. You know what to do. Yeah, the glue guy's the man. Okay, we're going to talk. Speaking of glue guys, we're talking with Mike Maddox today. He's scheduled. Uh, glue guy, the pitching staff, uh, for sure. Uh, Nathan Avaldi is more than a glue guy. He's an absolute star. He was a rock star in, in the postseason and gave you six innings of scoreless baseball in that clinching Game 5 victory, even though there must have been ten base runners over the course of those oh, six God. innings. He just kept getting out of it yep. again and again, again and, and again. again. Yep. As I, I think Arizona was choking right there, they knew it, and they, they couldn't summon the energy to no glue guys on that team. get anything off of Aldi. As Avaldi <laughs> was in is well, he was in the championship zone. Okay, I believe we're going to talk like the VP of of revenue, um, and, and we're going to ask him, you know, some questions about the Rangers making money. And that that discussion's actually coming up at four twenty. Mm. They wanted to put him on the show. I said sure. You know, we'll we'll ask. Uh, Mr. Ranger Revenue about you know how much uh, how much money we got to uh, make how many fans we need to get in here to get a, get Otani. Are you gonna Are you gonna just point blank ask him how much you make a home game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to know. I mean, they're they're putting them on with us. Yeah, I want I want to know. He's like, probably listening right yeah. now too. What what yeah. what kind of revenue streams do we need to open up? You know, I yeah. noticed I noticed you got we stopped spending a little bit. Yeah. I want another Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon offseason. Right. How many fans do we need to get in here to make that a reality? That's a good question. What's yeah. more profitable? Is it the uh, – don't they do like the all-you-can bluebell ice cream day versus the uh, – How much, you know, how much, dollar 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 how much money do you make during dollar hot dog Do- night? Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's what I want to know. Are, is that a lost leader or are you still making profit on that? Exactly. What is the best promotion? Yeah, so there's a lot of good questions to be asking. And obviously the, the money is still flowing because uh, they signed David Robertson on, on a one-year deal. North of 10 mil, 11 to 12 is what the report said for the 39-year-old reliever. He was a Yankee for a long time, but he's moved around to a number of teams the last couple of years, and he's he's put up a 272 in 129 innings over 120 games the last two seasons. He was nails for the Phillies in 2022 in the playoffs, seven and two-thirds scoreless. No, one run allowed. In 21, he was with the Tampa Rays, and, and he threw three shutout innings in the playoffs for them. So he matches the description of being – you know, incredibly clutch when the pressure is at the absolute highest. And we, we got another good reliever. Yep. That was y- awesome. You need as many late inning options as you can have. And this guy, I guess, had a higher uh, save percentage than anybody on the Rangers last year. Are you guys so gonna, you'll take no. that. Are you guys going to miss Chapman and him trying to lose the games? No, like, I, I think all of our, our, anything, our lives are probably extended. It's exhilarating. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you, Broadus. There is something there was fun. Some, oh, stop it. You're lying through your teeth that right heart now. Starts, it, he it strikes the first racing. guy out, and then he decides, you know what? I'm going to walk the next three just to make it fun. Yeah. Every six pitch. balls in a row. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every pitch is a roller coaster hits ride. Hits the dude in the back of the leg. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to miss that. Now, I think that one was uh, was that was the most accurate pitch he threw all, in a Rangers uniform all year. Yeah. He drilled that dude. McCormick? Was yeah, the, I think it was Chaz McCormick. He hit him right in the back of the leg. That was <laughs> he just awesome. Dropped him. <laughs> okay, a couple of Cowboys things. Uh, how about this story from Michael Gelkin? He tweets to promote it. A new age is here Uh-oh. for how the Cowboys invest at running back. Uh-oh. They're expected to adopt a more cost conservative approach, which likely means selecting at least one running back in the April draft. At least one runner. Mm. They have figured it out. This is step one. Okay, now they got to take about five more steps to get me optimistic, but it sounds like somebody said, hey, guess what else we're screwing up? We keep paying the damn running backs. Nobody else is doing this, guys. 
And they're like, good idea, finally. <laughs> hey, you know? it's another position we can go cheap at. Woohoo! Sign me up, Stephen Jones. Let's bleep and go. Hold on, is this what they were talking <laughs> Cost about? Cost effective? <laughs> what? Wait a second. What we can we can go cheap at, a, at another position? Yep. Sounds good to me. It is exactly up there, Ali. It's a surprise <laughs> it's taken so long to get there. Wait, are you telling me we don't have to spend ten million dollars for four hey, yards of carry? Yes. All I know is Dawson went on record yesterday. He's going to give our guy at Tennessee five million dollars. Well, doesn't sound like yeah. they're going to do it. I'd go Derrick Henry five mil. I'd go a couple of these veterans five. Cole mil. I think was trying to. I think that's more. the limit, you know. Five and and for this team that doesn't really have anybody you can rely on, you know, maybe you're still holding out hope for Deuce Vaughn there, uh, Wolchuk. But you don't have knows, evidence that you can. You know, we can hope. Fingers crossed. We can hope. We can hope. But yeah. uh, certainly, Deuce didn't show us reason like, oh, he can go be your your every down back. Maybe he can be a, a change of pace guy for you. But you're going to yeah. have to draft one of these. Do you want to go from fast to really slow? That kind of, sorry, I shouldn't do that. Dad's he's, your de- he's your decelerator back. <laughs> Come on. Dad's listening right now. I'm about to get a text. Once this guy is out of the game, your next your real running back is going to look real Being fast. Being too hard on Deuce there, man. I am. You're right. And I'm a, I'm a huge Great fan. College player. I, I loved how he played really in college, good. and his preseason was exceptional. And I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to short shame him like that. Al Harris <laughs> and Speed. Al, Al, uh, yeah. Jeez, uh, I'm just going to move on. Oh. Cowboys secondary oh. coach Al Harris said he would follow Dan Quinn if he does leave. I don't know if this is old news that's being repurposed, but this is the first time I've seen was it. Was this I know on a Schefter It was on pod- Schefter's podcast. He said if uh, DQ got a head coaching job somewhere in whatever capacity he wanted, he would be willing to go with DQ. And this, mm. was, this was my fear when I put this out into the Internet where I don't want to lose Al Harris. I think when you look at the job he's done with Diggs and Bland and some of your corners and the turnovers that you've been able to get, I think he is one of the best up-and-coming defensive coaches that you have. And sometimes, just if you don't think a guy's right, you've got to go ahead and give him that title or else somebody else will. And I think the Cowboys, instead of going with the Joe Witt, who I think is a respected coach, but I'm just going to be honest with you, if Joe Witt was that good, why isn't he already a defensive coordinator somewhere else? I would go ahead and go with Al Harris if it were me. Or, hey, now you got Bill Belichick out there. Maybe Vrabel doesn't get one of these jobs. I understand there's better names. But I, I do think I would be considering Al Harris because I wouldn't want to lose him. Yeah, yeah, I saw like Dan Quinn yeah. talk several years ago. Remember we were all talking about, you know, oh, yeah. we don't lose. Now, now Dan Quinn's like just throw him out too, you know. It's I, I don't know. It's to me, you know, you got to find a way to replace guys. You're going to lose guys. How does Alabama lose coaches every damn year and play in the playoffs every year? You know, they find guys, they develop guys. I, I don't, I don't think you could be held hostage. I like Al Harris, you know, but if you're Mike McCarthy, do you really want to go through a first year defensive coordinator if your job's on the line? I don't know if he wants to do that. He probably wouldn't want to do it. No. Uh, I think we've seen first-year coordinators have tremendous success. Right. I think that's a bit of a scared, I don't want to do that for the reasons no, of just, unknown. No, no, and I you, understand and, and, what hey, you're saying. I'm it, just saying he might not coach, be any good. Coaches don't, want it. coaches don't want to put themselves in that situation. I get it. but we and, and you're right. Ultimately, these organizations and these coaches, they want to be safe. We saw it yesterday yeah. with, with the Atlanta Falcons, and we sure. talked about that. They want to go with what is comfortable. So I'm not expecting them to do it. Right. But I do think this cowardly – tactic that we're seeing kind of used in the NFL now you know it it's a little bit ridiculous uh I don't want to hire a first-year coordinator you know when when are you ever going to see what a guy can do if you don't give somebody a chance Mavs at the Hawks tonight uh Kyrie is questionable uh Dwight Powell remains out Luca has apologized for the incident with the fan 
And uh, Miro's return added some stability in a Stars win over the Ducks. So, you know, that's, a, that's a, sort of a, a look of where we are and where we're heading as we go into the weekend. We're live at the Globe. The Rangers' uh, annual awards are this evening out there in center field. We're back. We're going to do the G-Bag of the Day when we return. And then John Blake is going to join us uh, coming up at about 2.30, 2.30 or so and, and, and talk about his trip out to Cooperstown with Adrian Beltre and, and some Hall of Fame uh, takeaways. That's coming up next right here, the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing. Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. It is the G-Bag Nation here on 105.3 The Fan, and our guest has arrived, so we'll stay on schedule for the G-Bag of the Day coming up at 2.30. Segment here is brought to you by Soda. That is state-of-the-art, and it's brought to you by the Frankels. Life is unpredictable. Accidents happen. Frankel and Frankel are the go-to attorneys for car and truck wrecks and DFW. If you or a loved one has been in an accident, contact Frankel and Frankel for a free consultation. It's 214 or 817-333-3333, or you can go online to truckwreck.com. And joining us now is a very familiar fo- a voice and, and, and face for Texas Rangers fans. He was uh, with Adrian Beltre in, in Cooperstown at the Hall of Fame. He is the executive vice president of communications for the Texas Rangers. John Blake joining you now here on The Fan. And a good afternoon, sir. Good to see you again. Good afternoon. Welcome to uh, Globe Life Field. This should be a pretty special night here uh, as we celebrate uh, 2023 uh, with the awards dinner. We, we changed it up a little bit this year, but it should be a good celebration. And then we officially open 24 tomorrow with FanFest, right? Or have that's, we already officially opened well, it? Well, that's, that's pretty much this. I think tonight we're giving away, I think it is 22 awards, and, and we wanted to make sure we were honoring 2023. So we've got all the Gold Glove Awards, the Silver Slugger Awards, the All-MLB Team Awards, uh, Marcus Simeon's National Heart and Hustle Award, and then the big award, which was the Organization of the Year from Baseball America. It's going to kind of kind of cap it off tonight. And again, you're right; it kind of puts a bow on 2023 to some extent. And then looking ahead to 2024. This has got to be so special, though, coming off of a championship. You know, as compared to previous years where we were doing the awards, we were talking about that earlier, just the energy around the place. <laughs> Last year, I think we did the awards in a, in a, over at the, the Lowe's next door for about 100 people. Uh, and it was all team awards, like you say, Gavin. I mean, we really wanted to show the national exposure. It's been a while, obviously, right? Yeah. Since last year, Nate Lowe won a Silver Slugger, won one award. 
This year, you're going to see lots of silver and gold, as Burl Ives awesome. used to say. So. Yeah, there you go. Here we go. Yes. yes. So how was your Hall of Fame trip with Beltre? Uh, it was really special. Um, the whole thing, you know, we started talking with Adrian. You know, and this, Adrian did not want to talk about this sure. in advance, mm-hmm. right? And so we, we talked to him. First, we had a call in mid-December. And mm. at that point, the, the tracking was starting. You know, he was getting every vote, right? Yeah. So, and I think his family, his wife said, look, you've, you've got to start thinking about this because there's planning involved in, in, in everything. And so over the last month, we, we got everything set up where announcement on Tuesday night at his house. And he had some people over and everything. And you've, you've seen his comments. It really was kind of against what he wanted to do. But, but he, he went along with it. And then he came in here um, on Wednesday and we did, the, we did the media availability. And the one thing, and I told him this, the one thing that's amazing about that is I reached out to 14 or 15 former teammates. And, you know, players are, are not the most prompt at getting back to you by text. You know, it takes a while. And I had 15 guys get back to me within an hour and said, wow. I'll, I'll be there. Special. I'll be there on Wednesday. And it was really pretty cool, you know, behind the scenes. You know, we had him come in and we had the, we had the guys around. And it meant a lot to him. And, and I think that was a powerful message at how much, and, and I think he's starting to, to get it now. And you could see that yesterday. They, they do a tour of the Hall of Fame. One of their right. senior curators takes the player around right. to different things. And you could see the, you know, Juan Marichal for, for Adrian, first Dominican player mm-hmm. to, to ever be inducted into the Hall of Fame back in the mid-'80s, was a, obviously an idol of him, of Adrian's. And you could just see the, the, the wheels starting to click, you know, and, and it was and it was kind of fun to see. And, and I told him, I said, I know you never, you, you know, until you're in, you can't even start to think about what it means. And you could see yesterday it was it was really kind of cold to see that started to set in a little bit. They yeah. showed the picture of him holding Babe Ruth's bat as well. Right. He had Babe Ruth's bat. They showed him Lou Gehrig's glove. But then they show him all. You know the things that he's donated over the years, as well. And there's there's quite a few from different clubs that that, that uh, artifacts that they have up there. Um, but but and then the whole, but again the whole Latin baseball thing is is so special. These guys. I mean, he's yeah. only the fifth Dominican native to, to be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Paul Holtz is coming, and sure. But th- that is really and, and that was really cool with Pudge too to see you know the Puerto Rican. Clemente and, and, and the guys like that that had gone in before him, but no, it was it was really kind of it was a long day. They were they were tired. He, he was tired by the day, and then they Hall of Fame throws a lot of things at you about yeah. what you can expect over the next six months, and we have to kind of get our arms around that. You know, what parties do you want? What family? And that that'll be fun. Unfortunately, the the, the only bad thing is it's five days after the All Star game. Oh wow! But then, so there's going to be a lot going on. So the on-deck circle is it in Cooperstown, right? The on-deck circle heat drug yeah. over there? Is that, is it that make it? Did we, no, did that's, it? Uh, I don't know. I think we auctioned that off. Did you really? Yes, I think we did. When that, when that happened, though, as a baseball man, when you saw that, did you just have to laugh? Did you just, well, and you, was, knew, you knew that was the guy. 
that, that, that type of guy. Well, I was in Cooperstown because yeah. we, we had already left for Pudge's induction. Oh, okay. So I'm, right. I'm watching it on, you know, I'm watching the game <laughs> from up there, and uh, it was classic. Sure. It was just too bad Jerry Davis, the umpire, didn't have a real nah, sense, no of, sense of no, humor. No sense of humor, uh. especially when he was four hits away from, from 3,000 at the sure. time. And uh, But, yeah, it kind of showed his his sense of humor. Sure. Sure. Oh, man, uh, such great thoughts and, and memories of everything going on with this Rangers team as we sit here now, uh, uh, John. Uh, my, my thought was, how did you go about picking those 14 and 15 guys? Was that a list Be- Beltre gave you? Did you know those were his guys? Or well, it was mostly saw- local mm. former teammates is how, yeah. how we kind of did it because it was obviously kind of spur of the moment. But but most a lot of the big guys live here. You know, yeah. Michael, Michael Young, Ian Kinsler. Elvis Andrus, uh, Cole Hamels was one, you know, wow. he just retired. Yeah. And, you know, guys like that that, you know, were around Adrian for a couple of years and everything. But but to a man, Robinson Chirinos was a really good one who has now yeah. moved back here. So there's a lot of former players, and, and a lot more will, will obviously come up to the induction. I told Elvis, who's still not signed, as a, he's still a free agent, I said, look, whatever you do, with your next with the club when you when you get down to, to, to doing an agreement, make sure you tell them you want July twenty first off. Right. So you could come to Cooperstown for the induction. So hopefully hopefully yes. he'll get that done. Well, thanks for having us out here and, and to all the Tolos try to have I think some some days off in, in March as this is gonna be the the greatest Rangers spring training ever. I can't wait to get yes. that party out there, John. Well and that's you know, that will start uh, February fourteenth and uh as defending champions, that comes with other demands and everything that we, we don't normally have. And then that will lead up to opening day and the all-star game and ultimately the, induction, wow. uh, ultimately the induction of Adrian Beltre. So it's going to be a lot, but it's going to be a lot of fun. It's real positive. He it might is. be the busiest man in baseball this year, John. Well, I'm, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if there's a 2025 after this. Oh, you're the best, John. <laughs> but, but, but we'll see. There he goes, John Blake, the executive VP of communications for the Texas Rangers. Thank you so much for everything you do, making it easy for us to get here and, and, and cover this team and, and be partners with you here on your home of the World Series champions. It is time now to go back into that pimp cup where Lucius Alexander has your Jew bag of the day. Yeah, let's get it cracking on a Friday. Friday, Friday, Friday right here. Our winner so far is Mr. Brian Broaddus representing that Bayou. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says Stephen Jones is the reason for the Cowboys season, y'all. This is Stephen Jones's team yeah. right now, and 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 if and if Jerry's number one fault is handing it off to somebody that's ultra conservative that way, yeah, then then go ahead and blame him. But right now, I I I think the blame's going the wrong direction here myself. So it needs to be Stephen. Stephen needs to be in the blame. I think Steve. I think yeah. yeah. I think I think when you start to talk about when. They, the, you know, they don't want to change. They Both don't want Bill Belichick walking in here or Jim Harbaugh walking in here and saying, we need to do this differently personnel-wise. I don't like the way we're doing this personnel-wise. You know, I don't like this. I don't. They don't want that. They don't want that. It's easy for them now. Mike's not going to get in their way about personnel. Mike's not going to get in their way and say, oh, well, you know, like I want him to go in there and say, Hey, we need to do something different here. He's not. 
He's not going to do it different. It's totally comfortable for the way that these guys operate now. It is. They don't have anybody questioning their personnel moves. They get to draft. They get to sign players, their own players. They don't do things that the guy in Philadelphia does or people who are fighting for their jobs. That's what this football team is. They've handed it off from a guy who used to do crazy-ass things. And I was part of the crazy-ass things he did. Heck yeah, you were. You know, and it, you know what? You the crazy-ass... I almost said an S-word there. The crazy-ass <laughs> stuff will get you fired, you know? But he handed it off, and that's where we are now. That's where we are with this football team. They don't want to change because it's, it's, they could operate in the way that they're comfortable operating, you know? That's the whole... Yeah. That's the problem. And it ain't Jerry. Jerry's just stepping back. He's 81 years old, but he still has all the titles and stuff. But he ain't in there rolling up his sleeves, doing the nuts and bolts stuff. It's Stephen Jones doing this stuff. Jerry's ass up, Brian. Wow. It's more violent every time I hear it, though. It's aggressive. Yeah. A little bit, but. They need that, man. They need that kick. In the I loved it. Yeah, that's why I'm doing radio now. The 2005, that's the last time they listened to me. Well done. The Tolos love you for it. Appreciate it. Yep. Yep. Let's go to uh, Don Staley. You guys familiar with Don Staley? Uh, South Carolina head coach. Yep. Beat my Tigers last night. They sure did. Beat those Tigers. Where they beat them at? Uh, at uh, Pete Maravich uh, Center there in Baton Rouge. In Baton Rouge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a way game for the old South Carolina Gamecocks. Yes. There was a lot of booze going down on Don Staley. A lot of booze. But she said that was love. Um, obviously a crazy crowd. I know they weren't very friendly to you, but I just wondered what has it been like to watch women's sports? No, actually, they were. They were calling me boo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well then. Spend it to a positive. Yeah, that's a good flip right Don there. She's, the she, she's a great and coach. And she's quick. Yeah, she's Gosh, awesome. Dang, she's a great coach. Let's go to my man Bill Burr. First time oh. I'm playing Bill Burr audio of the year. Yep, he's first gonna, time. He's going to win. He's Took gonna 26 win. days. Finally got one in that I like a little bit right here. Uh, Bill Burr goes after the Crying Bills fan. Did everybody see the Crying Bills fan? <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah, my man was heartbroken. Uh, yeah, Bill Burr goes on a profanity lace rant. How about that f- the crowd just breaking down crying? I mean, that was f- ridiculous. Yes. I'm sorry. That, I would be, if that was my son, I would be like, what in the f- was that? <laughs> crying. Like, he's the first sports fan ever to experience a devastating loss. Go f- yourself. And everybody, has anybody suffered more than the f- Buffalo Bill fans? The Bills have been around for in the NFL since 1970. All right, they're 53 f-ing years in, 54 years in. Quit your f-ing whining. You lose a game, you take it like a man. Break it down, crying in the stands. What is this World Cup soccer? You're an American. You don't feel feelings. Bury that bleep way down there. It's America. Awesome. Oh, Bill. It's one of his greatest rants ever. He's good. I'll tell you what, man. He does love sports, though. Yeah. Bill loves him some sports. Stephen A. Smith, uh, have you fellas familiar with Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah. If I just say a few characters, you would know what they are or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, You know. Pikachu and 
Yeah. And maybe like half of the audience doesn't know, but a whole other half does know. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That is a real yeah. big fact. So the other half that doesn't know, you know, don't be selfish. Just sit it out for a second. Let everybody else <laughs> celebrate, bro. Oh my God. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, he was asked to pick his favorite Pokemon character. Shout out to Carter for sending me this one. At Randy underscore vision writes, which one are you taking? He's like, what, what the hell are these? These are, mo- what are these? Bulbazar? Bulbasaur? Sour, whatever the hell it is? Shamander? <laughs> or the Squirtle? Shamander. Is it Pokemons? I guess that's what it is. I'm going to say, you know what I'm going to say? Shamander. That's who I would take because it reminds me of me because of the forehead. Facts. That's what I'm going to go with. Google it right now if you've never seen it. Shamander Pokemon. Shamander. You got a separated birth here. (laughs) Man, go Google that, bro. It's side by side. It looks like a Stephen A. Smith Jr. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be back to pick you up at three, okay? (laughs) I think I've caught a couple Charmanders. Abby used to uh, get me to go play that game. Pokemon Go? Yeah. Yeah, man. It would be fun. We'd be down to the church. Trying to find him in the parking lot. Man, found a good pokey stop down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was kind of fun for a couple days. All right, that's it for me. All righty. Is it uh, brought us our two-time champion blaming that man, Stephen Jones? Is it Don Staley, the South Carolina coach? They were calling Ooh. me boo. Uh, Bill Burr on the Crying Bills fan. Favorite Pokemon character, Stephen A. Smith. He knew the Cars movie well. He did, yeah. yeah. He, did. he was he did. ready for that. That sounds like a fun bit they have going on with the audience. Like, ask Stephen A. if, yeah. if, if he's down with this uh, kid's thing, sure. too. Uh, you know, he might surprise you. Um, I'm going to go with Bill Burr on the Crying Bills fan. Uh, yeah. Chief, how about you? I'm going to go with the uh, with the champ, Brian Baradas. Okay, Lucius? Uh, Bill Burr. We're two to one, Wolchuk. I'll go with Baradas. Two to two, Brian. I, I, I'm going to say this. Bill Burr is going to win today. Okay, there he is by a score of three to two in your new G Bag Today champion. Let's go ahead and make Brian an honorary five time oh, champion. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just so we can bring that baby I back next year. I really do. He's great. When the same Cowboys talking points <laughs> will still apply. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Although they improved the passing game and now they've improved their running back economy mindset. That's two. We're going the right direction. We got to figure out how to run the ball, invest in the offensive line. You might get Cowboy Gavin to ride again next July, right into Oxnard, California. But I, I need to see some things. Okay, Krusty's Corner's coming up next. Brian, where are you taking us? Yes, uh, we've got Friday. It's the sports mix. I've got some questions for my guys. We'll do that next. All righty. Thank you, Lucius. We're live at the Globe here, Globe Live Field in Arlington, where the Rangers season awards will take place this evening. Rangers Fan Fest tomorrow. You should bring the kids out. It'll be an, an enchanted day. It's time now for Krusty's Corner. Here's Broadus. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Uh, New Love of the Star podcast out this morning so uh encouraged to uh give it a listen after you listen to our show today uh if you're out working out walking running doing whatever you do give it a listen we'd sure appreciate that all right it's uh friday and i've got uh, the sports mix cranked up again you know me always have questions for my guys chief i'll start with you on this one because it's almost my birthday almost your birthday thank you yeah you have a chance to give lucas some advice and he will listen where are we going? Oh, I think we're. I think we're gonna go. We're gonna go have. We're gonna go have a. Uh, I think we need to talk about anger, being able to control it. I think that's a huge thing, and uh, I think at some level we all have to, you know, address that at some point. And I, I think that's the biggest thing is like he's, 
he's allowing his anger to get the best of him. And it's really tough in these height of competition moments that he finds himself in mm-hmm. that nobody in normal life really finds himself in. But I think you got to get a you got to get a hold on of that anger because you're lashing out and you're a detriment to everyone around you. How about you there, Wooly Bull? You have a chance to give Lucas some advice, and he'll listen. Where are you going? I think it's, uh, hey, I know you want to control everything, right? You're the best player on the floor. You can make every pass. We've adapted our offense to you, and we're playing a little bit of an up-tempo game with you now. Uh, we know you can do it, but we've been a slower-paced team because that's what you prefer. You're never going to be able to control the officials, all right? You need to just move on from that. You need to accept. I think acceptance is the purpose of this talk. Accept the fact that the officiating is not going to go your way all the time. Don't worry about it. I need you to get back and help on defense. You've been such a better player because I know you can play two ways. And when you're not and you're bitching and moaning because you're not getting a call and now it's five on four, you're hurting your team. We need you locked in on both sides of the floor. So accept the fact that you can't control the officiating. Gavin, you got a chance to give Lucas some advice, and he will listen. Yeah. Where are you going? Uh, you know, I think he needs to uh, to get get some kind of god. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> you know, not uh, the basketball god. Uh, hey, you know, maybe you got a basketball god. Yeah, uh, but you know, some sort of spirituality here to give you a higher power uh, to rely on in these times of weakness. I know it's difficult to like reprogram ourselves, and he's obviously wired to react that way in competitive situations. Very difficult uh, habit to break. But you know, yeah, I think pray about it. Do some meditation. You know, maybe Google different religions around the world and see which one uh, resonates most with you. And then and then pray that, you know, the G.O.D. can can help you stop acting like such a child out there on the court because it's embarrassing. Yeah, I think you need to identify, Luca, where what's causing you so much anger. Yeah. Is it is it something? Is it one central thing? Is it a bunch of things? Is it are you letting things in your family bother you? What where are we going with all this? You know, so. I would say trying to eliminate as much of that uh, that negativity in your life that's causing you your anger issues to. Uh, to I'd to watch I'd watch clips of him reacting like that. You know, one yeah. of the, one of the best things you can do in radio is listen to your worst segments and be like, yeah. oh, okay, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to do that again. Oh, here's where it went bad. Yeah. Okay, I see. And it it kind of like shames you, but also educates you and gives you a different perspective on it. Wooly bully. Yep. Have we seen the ceiling for CD Lamb? Ooh, that's a phenomenal question. I'm going to say no, because uh, I know that this was a conversation I think we had with Bobby about a year ago, and Bobby felt like, yeah, he's just not going to be one of those guys that's in the conversation with the Chases and the Jeffersons, and he put himself in that conversation this year. So, no, I think he cemented himself as a top-10 receiver. I think this year he was a top-5 guy. I think the consistency now doing this year over year uh, in, in putting himself into a top-3 conversation there's another level he can get to. How about you there, Gavin? You know, his highs were so high. His lows were pretty low. But I think for the averages, yes, this is about the peak. 1,750 yards and 12 touchdowns. Maybe you can get another 100 yards or something out of it. But this is very close. This is within a couple of percentile of what will be his greatest season if he does one better than this. I'll be very anxious to see... If they have more success running the ball, they will run it more. Will it go down? Yeah. yeah. Will it go down? How about you, Chieftain? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I could see, I could see this being the biggest number. You know, the numbers might reflect this being the height of his powers because it's a ridiculous amount of catches and yards and the touchdowns. Like it all came together in a huge way. But he is also one of these guys that has literally gotten better at everything every year. Mm -hmm. Like when you look at his career, he's just consistently getting better and better and better. And I think the more understanding of the game and seeing things, you know, the game starts to slow down for you even more. So I don't think he's reached his max capacity, even though the numbers, you know, he may never get 1,700 yards again, but that doesn't mean that he's the worst. He's a worse player. To me, he did that without even being the focal point of the offense the first five, six weeks. Yeah, you know, yeah. A, a, a yeah. there's room here for sure. A good chunk of those numbers, right, were post by. So, I mean, I think there there was even a bigger season potentially there for him this year. But, but the target share was heavy. It you was know, when it was all said and done. He was. You, you get another option that right. that could definitely end up cutting into that production. I'll tell you what, though, I think Gavin's on to something about them running the ball, though. If they try to, or if they kind of get it going the right direction, maybe he won't have as many. Uh, receptions and maybe Ferguson will get a few more of these, but man, I tell you what, I, I think he's going to be hard pressed to to get his play as well as he did. I think he could always, I think he could play well, but to what he did this year, just per, numbers wise, numbers wise, man, I think that's going to be a tough ass. But you know, he's capable of doing that. Gavin, yeah, you feel like the ship has sailed on Bill Belichick. No, I don't. Um, I, I think it kind of sets up perfect. McCarthy has one year left on his deal. Belichick's out there. Jerry respects Bill. You know, I guess we'd heard that Bill is at least somewhat interested in this job already. Um, so I think it makes a lot of sense. If the defense isn't good next year and you lose early, everybody's gone. And then sure. Bill, I think, would have a very good chance in that scenario to be the head coach. But it probably is just a deal where it's more interesting or attractive for him to wait to try to be the Cowboys coach than any of the opportunities that he might have had this year. How about you, Chieftain? Has, Bill, has the ship sailed on Bill Belichick? Specifically with the Cowboys or just sort of in general? As a, as a, as a guy. No, I mean, I, I, do, I do think that there will be some additional shine. It's weird that only one team really sat down and interviewed him out of the eight available. Yeah. But there's something that happens when the guy get, goes away. It's, you know, John Gruden goes away or name that guy goes away, and they're always talking about Bill Cowher coming back out of the sure. studio and back to the sideline. Like, I still think this time next year Bill Belichick will be a hot name. Uh, for a team like the Cowboys, you know, I think that makes plenty of sense. So, no, I don't think big picture it is it is sailed. Yeah, well, what's the saying? Like, absence uh, makes the heart grow fonder? That's what they say. I think that's exactly and, – and look – there's still an outside possibility, and I know Tracy Wolfson said that nobody's told her because Mike Florio keeps putting out Andy Reid could retire. Yeah. And what if Bill Belichick slides in there and takes over for Kansas City, and Tracy Wolfson said nobody with the Chiefs has given any type of sense that Andy Reid will actually step away, even if they win the Super Bowl. But there's still that possibility. I think 100% next year this time, he's got a head coaching gig. You know, I, I, I kind of feel like him sitting out a year and kind of looking at him having some eyes with the Cowboys situation being really on a tightrope, learn the NFC East again, kind of study the Cowboys, learn about the rot, learn what they do well, study what they do poorly, those kinds of things. I, I think he could come back and have your organization kind of locked into. But, again, I, I, it's the, the whole personnel thing I worry about with him. I, I, I don't worry about the football coach. I worry about the personnel guy, and I don't know. Maybe yeah, well, this is, I think this is the, the, the indicator for him that the league doesn't want that version yeah, of him. Atlanta, I think, was yeah, a they, clear, they, clear. They yeah. want defensive scout, 
leader, Bill Belichick, creating your practice accountability and the culture there while an offensive genius runs the offense and we run the front office, Bill? Would you like to be a head coach? Sure. I think you'll say yes to that next year. Yeah, I, I think his the, the thing he really needs to do is go identify who he wants to be his offensive guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who is that? Study the league and find out why, why, who these guys are for at San Francisco Definitely. or the Rams or these other places like that. All right, gentlemen, thank you very much. Appreciate you now. There he is. Brian brought us with Krusty's Corner every afternoon at 2.40. Here it is, the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan, and we're back at the Globe for the third time this offseason, and it's it's fantastic. Out in the outfield right now, they have black curtains uh, to, to obscure the view, and then behind that is a, t- a terrific stage with more curtains and, and, and projector screens, and they're going to hand out awards for the most star-studded Rangers annual awards in team history. You're looking at silver sluggers everywhere and all all sorts of accomplishments that this team put together en route to uh, their first World Series championship. Okay, if you want to get in on the celebration tomorrow, Fan Fest 9 to 4 right here at the Globe, and the fan's going to be on the air uh, all afternoon. We do have a possible Rangers phoner, okay? Don't know who it would be. But there is a possible Rangers phoner that could happen in the next 30 minutes with a, with a player. That would be a lot of fun. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Woolchuck, it's time for the NFL News of the Day. Where are you taking us? we got C.J. Gardner-Johnson. He's got a message for Debo Samuel. And the one thing this Brady backup did better than him, that's next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.